Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Maximum more. Punch it. Punch it. Punch it, Bishop! Punch it. Punch that shit! Let's punch it. everybody welcome to punch it writing in star trek this is episode 92 and my name is charlene schmidt with me as always is tristan riddell tristan riddell we are back we had to take a little impromptu break because life just was a little crazy for us both last week so we are here and i'm super excited because whenever we do have to take a break i always miss you like this (laughs) is this is my happy place this is my happy part of the week and if i don't get it something is lacking and i feel it it's true. I was, uh, we were texting back and forth uh, for a couple of days and I realized it's just like, I haven't seen your face for a little bit. And right? uh, it's, it's, the, it's these moments in, in podcasting and not everybody understands or knows or, or, or realizes how we do it. Where like some podcasts are done person to person with uh, two people in the same room. Other podcasts are done remotely. We are one of those. And uh, actually, I remember years ago, we mentioned that on Twitter or something like that, like we had a public conversation on Twitter and one person chimed in and said, wait, you guys don't do the show in the same room? And which is such a huge compliment because I love that we give off that feeling like we're right yeah, next to each yeah. other. It and is. when in fact we are, uh, you are, I'm in the Midwest and you are on the West Coast. Right. We are two time zones and many, way too many miles apart. <laughs> it was a... Uh, it, it, it's it's a fun time, and and this week it, I, I we apologize for not giving you an episode last week. We we did try. We actually tried to line up some people, and everything fell through. And so we're just like, eh, the fates just don't <laughs> yep. want us to record this week. Yep. Sometimes the universe just has it in for us, and we've learned over time to just accept that and move on. We don't fight it as hard as we <laughs> used to anymore. Now this week, what are we going to be doing this week? Well. You and I love doing our on-the-fly type of stuff, and we haven't done that in a little while, so I thought, let's get back to our wheelhouse. Let's do that with Come Up With Something right on the spot, live to tape. Here we are. Whatever comes out of our mouths is what's going out into the ether. That's scary and exciting at the same time. (laughs) So we're going to come up with some sort of story, and I have a proposal for you on the direction in which we should go because we've done quite a bit of TNG lately. We've done some mm-hmm. Voyager, a little bit of Enterprise. I really, really, really would love today to talk about the original series movies because I know you love oh. them. Oh, the movies. Okay. Like I was about to droop my head and like, oh God, I don't want to talk about the original series. No, no, and... no, no. I know better. <laughs> I would hope so after this many years of uh, podcasting together. I have nothing against the TOS. It's just it's just not for me. And But I love the TOS movies. Right. I, I get it. That's why we don't do tons of DS9 either because that's just... I mean, I, I, I know it and I love it, but it's not my favorite. And I know that's how you feel about TOS. And so the movies, however, the movies. Yes. 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 
I've learned a few Special things over the years heart. about you. So is that all that you had? Is just the, the you just wanted to do something about the movies, or did you have something a little bit more, a little bit more of a direction? Well, I tried to have a little bit of something for both of us. Going TOS movies for you because I know you kind of love that era and you love mm-hmm. that incarnation of the characters. And you know what I love are missing scenes and dropped storylines, the stuff where we can fill in gaps. I would love it if we took a couple of minutes to explore things like that in the movie universe and see if there is story potential there. What do you think about that? Okay, okay. So we are talking from motion picture all the way to Undiscovered Country. Correct. Not the TNG films, just the first six. Yeah, Kirk and Company. So one thing that we explored a long time ago, and it was actually one of my favorite episodes of ours, is we did like a... It was the... Oh, man. It, oh, it's, it's already blanking on me. Was it the... I think it was the end of Undiscovered Country. Yes, we did the end of Undiscovered Country, where mm. we kind of bridged undiscovered country and generations through the perspective of kirk and about how why was the enterprise a decommissioned and you know what was uh how was it like having the b come about and uh that was a lot of fun so let's try to let's move away from undiscovered country maybe go more towards the middle maybe towards the beginning okay Um, okay i'm trying to think you know where are things in the movie universe that were not completed, and a couple of thoughts come to mind. Let me know what you think about this. Unless you're reading the novels, because the novels do fill a couple of these gaps. One is Decker and Ilea and their relationship. Mm-hmm. The movie just kind of gives you enough to know that there was something going on there. But actually, if you go back and you read the novel verse, they actually go into a little bit about Delton culture and their relationship and the fact that Deltons are so passionate and that's why they have to take the oath of celibacy and it's a very sexual race and that sort of a thing, we could potentially write out their romance if you want to do a love story. The other thought I had was Savick. Okay. What about Savick? Okay. A couple of thoughts here. In Star Trek IV, there is the uncut scene where they mention that she's pregnant with Spock's baby. I don't really want to deal with that. But <laughs> I love the character and I hate the fact that they just kind of dropped her. She was supposed to come back for Star Trek VI, and then that didn't pan out, and that's why Kim Cattrall came on and played Valeris. But they had that whole story where Savick was half Romulan, half Vulcan. That was supposed to be her. Mm -hmm. So there's potential maybe there. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, speaking of Star Trek IV, another thought came to mind is, we never learned a whole lot about the whale probe. What happened after they made contact with George and Gracie? They just go back and like, hey, everything's fine on Earth. We're cool. <laughs> what? 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 No, 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 no. There's some exploration we could do there. Well, I don't know if we could do a uh, a, a short story on the perspective of George and Gracie, uh, but I think that might be a little <laughs> a little narrow. Uh, a, a little a bit. I think of, I'm thinking yeah. more. That's like fanfic sized. <laughs> Okay, so I don't want to be a naysayer, but with Decker and Ilea, that was basically the template. They took that template and created Riker and Troy. And You're right. We just talked about Troy not that long ago. And True. also, I want to. I kind of want to do something that focuses more on the original cast, like the the actual cast, the characters. Um, okay, okay. I, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to Savic, and I'm kind of lacking on ideas right now because, like, if um. You know, the, there's an area in between, like, 
4 and 5 where it's just like okay well you know what happened right after 4 when Shatner Shatner when Kirk was <laughs> demoted and yet he was demoted and still got a command how how were those conversations like and Hmm. You know, there now, was a, how would you do the perspective of that? Would you want it to be like in the meeting room with all the admirals saying, okay, what are we going to do about Kirk? One thing that actually we could talk about is there's a great deal of distance between motion picture and uh, Wrath of Khan in terms of story. I mean, Certainly. like they just saved Earth from a probe, from V'ger, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, you know, like Kirk's still an admiral. He's just like, he's like, he is essentially has the Enterprise back. But then all of a sudden... We open up on Wrath of Khan, and the Enterprise is really just used for a trainee program, and Spock's running it, and Kirk's just kind of out and about, and and it just seems like a, a weird thing where his command was taken away again. Do we want to focus on the personality there, or is that too similar to like a post-undiscovered country that we did? No, not necessarily. I think essentially what we would be writing is Kirk's midlife crisis, where he's... <laughs> I mean, he's an admiral, and that's fantastic, and there's probably some things that he enjoys about the privileges that come with that rank, but at the heart of it all, he is a starship captain. That's where the action is. That's where he feels like he's really actually doing things and going out there and doing good in the galaxy. So maybe we focus a little bit on that internal struggle of his desire to go out for the adventure of it all. And where that has the ultimate meaning for him, but then he's already an admiral. Is there something that he can be doing from that perspective that he's just not seeing? You know what I see is a really good discussion about this whole thing with McCoy. Well, I feel like see, like no? the I feel like the beginning of Wrath of Khan did deal with that, like with his middle midlife crisis. So maybe well, kind I don't of. know, maybe. I feel like maybe I'm retreading. That's the thing is that like I'm trying to find the gaps between one and six and and everything in between. And I'm just kind of like, oh, actually, no, they kind of handled it pretty well. (laughs) um, I mean, really, yeah, it's pretty easy to fill in a lot of the blanks. We don't have to know these things. But if you're going for the director's cut version where they're bridging (laughs) a little more, this is what we're talking about. So are you sure that you don't want to deal with Savick and a proposed pregnancy like are you see like because i like the idea of dealing with Savick and potentially you know dealing with what that means with with spock like in him recovering his memory and everything like that like she's clearly she stayed on the planet so did they develop something did she help him uh you know like regain some of his memory right i mean a part of me understands why they never really did address it because it's awkward Yes. Because now Spock is going to be a father and they never address this, ever. He never mentions having a son or a daughter. What happened here? Is Savick staying on Vulcan? Like, is Amanda going to help take care of the baby? Really, we don't know. Now, I feel I'm like not this conversation is kind of... It. Oh, sorry, I, I totally interrupted you. But That's okay. I feel like this conversation has kind of gone into a, are there any plot holes or anything anything between <laughs> the original movies? Because we've been going on for about 11 minutes now and we haven't chosen a topic. Yeah, so, so I'm wondering, we're not going we just, to get to a story today. So I'm feeling, should we just kind of roll with it? And that's the thing, guys, this, the listeners, uh, like this, that's the thing. Like we're, we did not think of this ahead of time. We're rolling with it and we just kind yeah. of go with the conversation. So, we're going with the flow. 
what were some of your favorite things that were that were raised in the original series that you never saw again? I mean, like you just mentioned, you know, like uh, Decker and Ilya. We have no idea what happened with them and their union in V'ger. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know much about their backstory. Uh, the whales, what happened? Were they reintroduced? You know, like did we ever see? Oh crap! What's her name? Uh, the the Dr. The Taylor. Woman. Dr. Taylor, did we, you know, we never saw Dr. Taylor again. Did she ever see, right? you know, Kirk Whatever again? Whatever happened with her? What does she think about living in the 23rd century? Yeah, all that kind of business. Like, there's a couple of, are there anything, anything else that you can think of? Like, anything from, mm. you well, know. Like, now that oh, you bring Actually, up, there's one thing. Oh, well, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say, I'll say, what, there was one thing that, that not a lot of people liked that I positively loved like i couldn't get enough of it and what that was, was scotty and uhura like no! when no oh, God, i no. freaking no! i freaking 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 loved it when in star trek 5 when uhura kind of like goes to scotty and says like uh, he uh kind of helped the what's his name the brother of spock cyborg um, cyborg kind of brought out these feelings and it kind of lets us know that Uhura always had these feelings for Scotty and clearly Scotty did too. And then we at the, I know this, this is just a a little moment, but shippers live off of little moments in Star Trek (laughs) six. Like they, they, any excuse for the two of them to touch each other, like put an arm around each other or rest on each other that happened in Star Trek six. And so I feel, I feel like they were trying to tell us something that, that Star Trek five was not an isolated incident. And that moved on into Star Trek Six, and who knows beyond. And uh, uh, yeah, that's one thing that I was I would have loved to have seen. But clearly, by your reaction, it's a no. Uh, yes, sorry, not the biggest fan of the whole thing. And the reason why is it it felt like it came out of nowhere. Just all of a sudden, these two are a little touchy feely, spending time together. Really, since when? <laughs> between just, star trek I, you know, 4 and they, 5 clearly apparently apparently they kindled something up but they had all these other years to go off of and there just didn't really strike me that anything was there and really scotty's in love with the enterprise uhura doesn't stand a chance she needs to go find somebody else oh come on even people who are in love with their uh, with their ships need to have some real companionship every every once in a while <laughs> for physical needs i suppose but really emotionally that's where his heart is Oh, I I don't know if I would get that basic, but uh, that, I mean, no, 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 no. Wait, no, no. Uhura deserves better. That's all I have to say. Harsh. Why? Scotty's awesome. Well, he is awesome, but he's married to the Enterprise, much in the way Kirk is. It's it's funny because I can totally see Jimmy Doohan and Nichelle Nichols iterations together personally, but I cannot see um, Simon Pegg. And uh, Zoe Saldana <laughs> together. That just straight up doesn't work. No. Nope. That for sure is not a thing. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, <laughs> Simon Pegg. I mean, it, it, it's the Enterprise through and through. Maybe Jayla. Those two have a little, they've got chemistry. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the, they would the try. Actors, the actors are a little, little, uh, there's a bit of a gap in ages with the actors there, but uh, regardless bit, of but that. But that's okay. Yeah. Let's not stop Star Trek before. <laughs> or men in Hollywood whatsoever, but... Right, that too. Hey, speaking of the Kelvinverse, are there any kind of missing things that we want to explore here? Because I think that's what this episode is evolving into, is we are exploring potential storylines, maybe for the future, yeah. maybe for fanfic writers out there. That's what this thing is now. Let's roll with this. Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, one blaring one is where the hell 
did Carol Marcus go between Into right. Darkness and uh and Very Beyond. much so. I mean, that's yeah, huge. It is. And here's the other shoe dropping is they were implying that maybe she was going to stay aboard the Enterprise for a while. She's saying, hey, it's nice to have a semblance of family. She's a, She was a part of the Enterprise until the next movie. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so does that mean that David never exists in this universe, which is quite possible? Or is David around and Carol is off doing science things with her son because Kirk is out serving on the Enterprise and she doesn't want that kind of life for her son? Maybe that's why she left. Maybe that's... Hey, oh my God, that is that is what we need to explore. Like, I mean, not necessarily right <laughs> now, but what? in the future, hardcore, like Carol Marcus's exit in the Kelvin universe because Ooh. of David. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's not too dissimilar from what happened in the Prime universe. We know that she oh, yeah. basically asked Kirk to stay away. So Kirk was aware. Kirk was there. I would love to know what that meant for Kirk. Like, was he yeah. was he able to push it out of his mind? Was he able, did he dwell on it every day? You know, like, did right. he come by and see him every once in a while? You know, like, what, you know, how did that work? And how would that be different from the from the Kelvin universe? Like, there's a couple different ways that we could take it. Like, in the Kelvin universe, maybe Kirk somehow finds a way to make it work. That would be awesome. And it kind of falls in line with how the Kelvin verse does tend to operate, in my opinion. You know, because in the Prime universe, Kirk had his father in the Kelvin universe he doesn't maybe because he didn't have his father growing up in the Kelvin universe it's very important to him that David has a father growing up right yeah I really do think that that changes the dynamic dramatically where he's not willing to let this go so let's set the stage for this Carol Marcus is serving on the Enterprise James T. Kirk captain they're in a relationship she gets pregnant Little wine, little romance. Bombshell. Like, even in the 23rd century, apparently, um, you forget to use your birth control. Or I mean, I can't really imagine they were trying to get pregnant, though. That's the thing. I severely doubt it. I severely doubt it. Um, it's got to be like a Cisco paths, situation. No. It's got to be like a Cisco situation where, like, he forgets to take his injection. And which is so strange to me because you feel like Kirk would be the type of guy who never forgets his injection. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're considering Prime Kirk and he's getting around a little bit, either that or he's just spreading his seed all over the galaxy, <laughs> oh, which seems possible too. So anyway, yeah, it, it, maybe it's just the fact that things are so busy that he forgets or they're on some sort of, I don't know, pleasure planet where the hormones, things don't work quite the same. So in, instead of suppressing fertility, it boosts it. Some weird science fiction <laughs> kind of concept like that. Well, what? Okay, so let's 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 talk about how would they get into a relationship. So, yeah. you know, like she, her father died, and her father was a traitor, and yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I mean it could be argued either way. Um, yes. But you know, like her father was killed by Khan, and yeah, yeah. 
And so she has to reel from that. And she lied to get on to the Enterprise, but yet she's allowed to stay. So it's very right. much like Kirk. So what what kind of scenarios puts them together? Because it you know was... what I'm kind of thinking? I've got an idea. I've got a visual. Go for it. She, I mean, she has to grieve the loss of her father, whether she mm-hmm. is not proud of what he did or, or any of that. I mean, it's still her father. And I think she had good feelings for the most part for him, held him in high regard. So she's mourning the loss. And I have a feeling just late night, maybe uh, she and Kirk and Bones and maybe Scotty, they're just having a few drinks. And, you know, for it starts off just as a casual after hours type of thing. But as the night goes on, Scotty kicks off. Bones kind of gets the cue of, oh, she's going to start talking a little more personally. And Kirk is into it. And Bones takes the cue to go and like, okay, I'm just going to leave you two. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. And then it's three in the morning and maybe she's just downright sobbing at that point (laughs) after a few drinks and after getting really intimate and personal. And they're sharing just the deepest details of their lives with each other. They really start to form this really deep connection. I think that's a, yeah, I I, I think it needs to, it needs to develop and I think it needs to develop over time. I feel like it maybe you can start with something like that. And yeah, then maybe, start. You know, they're on a mission together and we give the 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 age old staple of Star Trek where they're stranded on a planet together and then they get to know each other more, <laughs> oh, you know. No. Is there a monkey? That's what we need to know. <laughs> of course there's a monkey. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I think it I think it needs to develop over time. Like there was one thing that really pissed me off. It, well, there's a lot of things that piss me off in the, Into Darkness. Um, uh, yeah, 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 for real. But, like, there was the, um, how do I phrase this? Uh, like, the, you know, like, we see Kirk wake up in bed, and he has two alien women in bed with him. The Cations, yes. And, of course, they're both played by Asian actresses. And, you know, like, that is a horrible stereotype that yeah. to to put into Star Trek where the only time we see Asian actresses in the in the Kelvin timeline essentially is as some exotic sexual objects. So that's not fun. And um, Yeah, that's not cool. So like that pissed me off from a cultural sensitivity standpoint and stereotype standpoint, but also from the like I feel like Kirk always gets a bad rap from the original series where like he's just like he's just a hound, he's just constantly chasing skirt. And sure. to use the vernacular of the time. And and with this one, it's just like, it felt like they were playing into the stereotype of Kirk instead of what Kirk actually is with that mm-hmm. shot. And then showing Marcus in her underwear just to have that shot for the trailer. Yeah. You know, like all of that just pissed me off. I would love to build off of that, make something that was stupid and gross and build it into something, something that genuine. could be positive. And I yeah. feel like from that, like maybe maybe Kelvin Kirk is tired of that. Maybe he's tired of going from planet to planet. He's tired of be like just having the one night stands and seducing the green women. You know, like I would love for him <laughs> well, to kind of- Well, they're done that. He knows he's good at it. Yeah, I would love to have him have that moment where he has that, that conversation that you're talking about with Marcus. He's stranded on the planet with Marcus and he realizes like, this is what I want. Like I wanna, I wanna be a one woman man but he's still married to the Enterprise. Yes, but I think he really deeply falls in love with Carol. 
And I think he's going to mm-hmm. talk with Bones about it even, where maybe Bones is calling him out on his previous behavior of, you know, you sound really serious about being with Carol and all that, but are you really committed? Are you going to be able to stick to one lady? And he's, I, I think for this Kirk at this particular juncture and it, with this situation, absolutely not a doubt in his mind. McCoy's going to bring it up, but he'll come back and realize, okay, he's changed. The Jim Kirk I know is becoming a different man. Yes, and what I would love to see, and it's interesting because you said they wouldn't be trying. What if we turn that on its head? What if they were trying? What if they got together and they were just Hmm. like, this is awesome. Let's just see where it goes. And, you know, Carol has her hesitations like, well, you know, like I'm willing to do this, but this would mean... You know, like things would change drastically. Uh, would I stay on the Enterprise? Would I go someplace else? You know, like if I went someplace else, you'd have to follow me. And like you'd have to choose not to be on the Enterprise. And yeah, can and so, he do that? Can he do that? And so like maybe maybe they're, maybe, maybe they're not trying because that still feels like a stretch. I, I think, um, wait, for dramatic purposes, here's what I think happens, is they're discussing the possibility of getting married and eventually having a family. How would that play out? She ends up getting a new assignment where she's on a station. She's going to be there, I don't know, let's say three months. It's a fairly mm-hmm. short time in the grand scheme of things, but this is going to hurt them drastically. They're going to hate it, and they're going to hate it so much. She finds out she's pregnant while she's away. Mm-hmm. Just kind of doubling that that separation of oh my god i'm gonna miss so many things are you sure you can't come back here or well are you sure you can't get to the station you know that sort of thing and maybe that creates a lot of friction for the two realizing just how different their lives are kind of going at this point maybe carol kind of likes the idea of raising a child on a station where she can conduct her research and kirk is thinking Mm -hmm. no we're gonna raise a kid on the enterprise I think I think it needs I think it can start that way. I think it was like I love that they have the conversation and then they're forced into the situation. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to be like I cannot now that it's an actuality, like now that I've realized that I'm pregnant and I'm on this station, I want to stay here like you were talking about." And maybe Kirk agrees to stay. He's like, he's like, okay, I'll leave the Enterprise. We'll figure something out. I'll come to the station. He says all the right things. Uh-huh. But then some something happens where he keeps getting pulled away. Like he has to save the universe. He has to save the earth. And it, it keeps happening. <laughs> he's got to he preserve keeps, whales. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. Yeah, he keeps delaying his trip back. He keeps delaying his resignation. And it gets to the point where Carol just goes, you know what? I can't have you around anymore. You're always going to be married to the Enterprise. She gets fed up. And I don't want you to just, like, years down the road, pick up my five-year-old kid and take him on some damn fool adventure and put his life at risk. And so you need to stay away. In the separation, then, she's changed a lot. Her priorities, I mean, getting pregnant would change your priorities drastically. And meanwhile... Mm -hmm. I think even with the desire, like you're talking, the reality for him is that he's not, or, or he's not in baby mode. Yeah, you know, he's not around Carol. He's not seeing the changes happening. It's vaguely a concept to him that this baby is coming, and then nine months go by really quick, and then all of a sudden he's not there when she's ready to deliver. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, 
So it's kind of like the the last straw kind of deal. I think so. I think so. And then so maybe he's got to really fight then to say, no, I really do want to be a part of this child's life. I didn't have a father. I don't want to do that to this chit, to this kid. I feel like that conversation would happen later. I you feel think so? like I feel like Kirk would kind of kick into fine. You know, like if you don't want me around, fine. You're the mother. You do what's best. I'll have my ship. You know, of course, it's going to be much more complicated than what I'm saying. Oh, very um, much. But I feel like I want to have a little bit of distance because, like, because we've seen beyond where she's not around anymore. And maybe that, that our story adds more weight to when Carol is mentioned and he just kind of has that sad look on his face. Oh, right. Yeah. So many mixed emotions probably going on. And so we, it's got to be, I feel like it's got to be something that happens after beyond where he's just like, I got to make a stand. I got to find a way to be involved in this kid's life in some fashion because, and like there's rumors that the fourth Star Trek movie is going to have his, like is going to have Chris Hemsworth in it. So somehow his father's going to bring, come around. So maybe that's what kicks his ass in gear. Maybe, maybe. Like seeing his father in some sci-fi form, he's just like, I got to see my kid. Right. So then maybe that is what finally gets him to say, I love Starfleet, I love the Enterprise, but I have a family. Yeah. And you know what? I've really got to shift my focus now to where that's the most, like, that's the top priority in my life. And so then let's presume is, after this fourth yeah. movie then that Kirk decides, hey, look, I love the action and the adventure, but I, I, I've got to be a father. It's, it's sad because it's a little redundant. I, I, I'm, I totally agree with you, and that's where I want it to go, but it's a little redundant because we went through that existential crisis in Beyond where he's just like, oh, you know, should I take the Admiralty so, and then leave the Enterprise or right. like, leave being a Starship captain? And uh, But this it is a been, very yeah. different kind of priority. This is yes. talking about leaving behind a whole career path or at the very least adjusting it. Maybe he does become an Admiral so he can come home every night. I don't know. Or he just fully supports Carol and what she wants to do. And she and David eventually develop Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, I think that's the thing is that like, I would love to see it happen where like he, he initially agrees to it. We have that, that short story of how they get to that agreement. And then years later, maybe the kid's five. And he's just like, no, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I do have a feeling that Kirk is going to get restless really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And and like we said, there's a difference between Kelvin Kirk and Prime Kirk. Prime Kirk stayed away. Our Kelvin Kirk doesn't. Yes. So Kelvin Kirk needs to find a way to can keep his appetite going for adventure, but at the same time, attend to his newfound priority of maintaining a family life. How yeah, do you can't... do that in in a very unstable kind of situation, whereas you need to have the other part of your life very stable? Good luck, Jim. <laughs> good good luck, Jim. Yeah, like uh, that's the thing is that like we can't piss off the fanboys and have them just completely abandon Starfleet because no. But you know you what? Know. It does set a good example of making family a priority, yes. and you know what? Even James T. Kirk can be a family man and consider that a priority, and it's. And he cherishes that. Yes. 
Absolutely. So, All right, folks. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was our show. Uh, it took us a little while to get to the story, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed the journey because that's what it's all about. If you that's have any right. comments about any any uh, plot holes or uh, areas or gap areas of from the original movies or hell, even the Kelvin movies like yeah. we did, please let us know by going to the punch uh, going to the nerdparty.com slash punch it. Select uh, contact. From the drop-down menu, fill out the form, and it'll send us an email. You can find us on uh, social media as well, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me personally on Twitter, at the Insane Robin. And you can find me at Oh the Profanity. Let me know what fanfic you're going to write next. Ready for warp, sir. Let's punch it. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.